These are our 30 second summaries for the third section of Frankenstein. So basically in this section, uh, the creature is wandering through the forest and discovers a satchel of books, which he starts to read and starts to understand and starts to wonder about himself and wonder about the world around him and he wants to be good and he starts to adopt human ideals and qualities which kind of influence the way he starts acting throughout the rest of the story. Okay, so then he decides that he wants to befriend the DeLacy's but then it goes bad and he keeps getting rejected. So he, um, he wants revenge and so he kills William and then he frames Justine. And then um, he meets up with Frankenstein and demands that Frankenstein builds a new creature so then he can have a friend. So at the beginning of the chapter, he finds a bunch of books in the um, forest and he really relates back to them. But then he heads back to the um, house to talk to Felix, but Felix moved away. He gets so mad that he burns down the house and later on he kills William and frames Justine. Um, and then, basically what happens later is that Victor kills a bunch of people and gets arrested in Ireland. Alright, so the creature finds a satchel full of three books. He realizes the values of each book and compares it to himself. Realizes that he's morally good. Goes, talks to the blind man in the cottage. But then other people come and scare him away. And then he finds, then he goes into nature, finds a girl drowning. Then he saves the girl. Dad shoots him. Uh, then he goes to Victor and asks for a lady friend. Victor denies and then accepts and he realizes, yeah. Okay. So the first question for the third part is, discuss the creature's argument. Think back to how he started his argument and the evidence used to support it. Do you think it was effective and what, do you, what would you do if you were in Victor's shoes? Um, basically, throughout this entire argument that the creature's having with Victor, he's kind of just trying to get his point across that Victor had abandoned him and that he was left without a father figure, in a sense, because he's kind of adapting these ideas and these hum human ideals and these human characteristics that he feels yeah. like, oh, I had nobody to guide me, nobody who was there for me, no father figure, in a sense, that was able to kind of, like, guide him throughout his life and give him better ideas, like, just kind of set him on the right track for things and he feels like there's nobody there for him and nobody to support him and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah definitely. A lot, a lot of times he's like, oh, like, I despise, like, killing and violence and stuff um, to try and, like, make himself seem like a good person. But then um, he's like, oh, well, you provoked me and that's why I murdered um, William. In a way, yeah. he's blaming Victor for everything that happened, when in reality, sometimes people, in for humans in general, just like certain situations, sometimes people don't have people, other people above them, yeah. adult figures to kind of guide them in things, and that's how they kind of create things for themselves, and that's kind of seen with Victor and the creature, at least. And I feel like the creature is kind of blaming Victor for everything, instead of really kind of taking the blame upon himself. He didn't have to kill William. Yeah. And that's not Victor's fault that he killed William. I feel like the reason why he went into killing, even though he said he didn't want to kill people and he thought that was a bad thing, was because Victor still didn't accept him and it led to him going into a blind rage, I would say. Mm -hmm. And it led to him murdering his brother and framing it and like not realizing that he did that. Mm -hmm. But later on, we can see that he actually was the one who did that and throughout his story.
And I feel like throughout the entire story, Victor just feels isolated and feels like everyone's pointing fingers at him in a sense. Yeah. Even when they don't know what he's done, like he just kind of feels like everyone knows or like he just feels guilt for everything he's done. Um, and I feel like in this situation, Victor just feels more guilt for it. And I feel like the question is asking, like, what would you do if you were in Victor's shoes? And I feel like if I were in Victor's shoes, I wouldn't necessarily take the blame upon myself because I know that it really was the creature's fault for the, his, yeah. this yeah. doing. It wasn't really Victor's fault for himself. And it kind of just caused all of this to happen. So well, the piece. creature, like, definitely knew right from wrong. Like, he was he was aware of his yeah, actions. He, he had yeah. knowledge. He but, like, um, he's kind of mirroring Victor because, like, they just let their emotions get the better of them. They don't, like, think things through all the way. And he didn't take but, like, the... unlike Victor, he... The creature isn't even feeling any guilt. Mm-hmm. Well, I, feel well like... I, I think it's more or less that he doesn't know what guilt is because he was just recently made. He doesn't know what guilt is. He hasn't experienced like the sense of like someone else being affected by his actions, if that makes sense. And he just kind of thinks like, oh, he just thinks like, oh, that's just how. Yeah. Well, Victor uh, regrets the creation of the creature, and the creature regrets his creation because he was just left kind of all alone with nothing to do so i feel like the ice like they both regret the same thing but for different reasons the creature feels like he has no meaning through the books and that's why he was arguing to victor why he needed a friend for someone to actually be there with him instead of because victor wasn't i don't think his argument was necessarily effective because once again he's pointing fingers at victor and everything that's happened (laughs) yeah he isn't really like taking he isn't taking the blame for himself he isn't taking the, you know, all of what he's done upon himself when it's all of his doing. Yeah, I mean, like, if he wants to be respected, brother. he has, well, he has to as a human to responsibility yeah. of his actions. But it's not like he knows that it has been exposed to that in a sense. I feel like the books also, well, this is before the well, books, but I feel like once he, like, as he's going on throughout this entire story, he's, like, developing, like, the human, he's, like, adopting human ideas and the way humans act and, like, work around things and stuff like that and I feel like he still is at a point at this part of the story where like he doesn't really know mm-hmm. what's going on and I think and the only reason things. like Victor agrees to like help him is because the creature is blackmailing him and oh. <laughs> basically yeah. yeah um what do you think um do you think the monster if like Victor was actually there for him upon his creation, teaching him to read and write. Do you think, like, there'd be no deaths because of the creature? Or do you think he'll still have that kind of, like, not knowing why he's It depends on how it would turn out. Because, like, if the creature was left alone and he accidentally, like, killed someone, like, because he is a creature and he's probably has, like, he's probably stronger than the normal human. Yeah. And... If he was left alone, I feel like there would be that chance of him killing someone, but he would also be aware of what he's done, and he would probably know what guilt feels like at that time. Well, probably also, like, Victor would constantly be, like, condescending on him and saying, like, oh, you suck. (laughs) I feel like Victor Victor really can't take situations into... He can't really take care of situations as well as certain people do, like... He really didn't like. Literally, he made the creature and like went to sleep. Like he didn't really take I know. action for <laughs> yeah. his actions, if that makes sense. And he kind of, I feel like if yeah. he were to teach the creature his ways, he'd really be a mirror image of him in a negative sense because he'd be yeah. exactly what Victor is. And what Victor is isn't necessarily all of Victor's like ideas okay, and the things so that he chooses to do isn't necessarily positive, and he doesn't really do things right necessarily because he doesn't take in 
the consideration of other people. Yeah. And their yeah. Like, reaction to things. I feel like if their personalities, like, clashed at all, um, they both, like, feel emotions very strongly, and so I think that they would definitely, like, take it out on each other. Yeah. Well, yeah, Victor tries to, like, push people away while the creature tries to get peop- kind of people to, like, be his friend. Mm-hmm. But Victor, or, like, like, he does it in a... He does kind it in a violent, way. violent kind of bad them, way. Forces. He tries to force them to be their friend. Yeah, yeah, and also because the creature himself just tries to... Or no, sorry. Victor himself just isolates himself from people. He's just yeah. that type of person. Yeah. The creature isn't because the creature hasn't been exposed to other people to understand like what he really wants out of people and what he really yeah. wants out of society. I feel like certain people become like more quiet or shy or more outgoing because of their surroundings and how they want to tackle life. And the creature doesn't really know what he wants. Well, yeah, Victor didn't get a second voice on the creation. Like he didn't ask someone else if it's a good idea to yeah. create the monster. He just did well, it on I feel his like own. He just thought right away. He's like, oh, this would be a good idea. Yeah. It'll turn out perfect. But then it didn't, and he's now regretting that. Yeah, and he's kind of stuck in that situation. Okay, so our second question is, the creature finds the suitcase with three books, and we have to discuss each of the books and how they contributed to the creature's understanding of the world around him. And we have to under- figure out what is Shelly trying to say about knowledge and why do you think she picked those books? And I feel like with all these stories, knowledge is gained from experience. And because of the creature's lack of trying... Well, wisdom is gained from experience. Wisdom is gained from, yes. But in a sense, the creature doesn't have a lot of experience in his life to kind of like adopt that wisdom, adopt that knowledge. And I feel like he's trying to find these through these stories. And at least through some of these stories that he he's He can make reading, a connection to. Like, I would say that... The Paradise Lost by John Milton, he can feel a connection to the story of Satan and how he was outcasted because he was the devil. Mm-hmm. And the monster, well, the creature can relate back to that because he isn't human and he is different from the rest of society, I would say. And he feels outcasted and alone in that sense. And rejected by his creator. And yeah. I feel like, in through some of the stories at least, like um, some of the novels, like kind of push the idea of like, misunderstood or like a person that's outcasted or trying to be find virtue conquer like trying to find validation through things if that makes sense and I feel like yeah the creature doesn't know what he can validate himself from and through seeing these stories he feels like oh I can relate with this oh maybe I'm like this maybe I'm in this category like we were saying before and like I feel like at least through the misunderstanding part he really can relate to that and really can kind of like connect with that because I feel like nobody knows what he is nobody can relate with him and he feels like he needs mm-hmm. to find something that'll validate himself in that sense and um <laughs> and um yeah and that's kind of also like even though he connected with satan he also kind of wants to connect with adam because um they're both like the first like of their kind but um and they had to like figure things out for themselves and kind of like um acquire knowledge but um he wants to be more like adam because he sees that adam has like this guidance from his creator and he has a friend and so Mm -hmm. and he also is like good and so the creature is like oh well i want to be good so like i also need to find my creator and possibly like find a friend yeah and also get a friend i feel like the sense of him finding a friend I feel like also um, leads back to the first book of Sorrows of Water. I think that's how you pronounce it, where um, the main character falls in love with a girl. And it kind of 
foreshadows how the monster or the creature wants to find that sense of like friendship and that sense of yeah, love. I feel totally. like because he does demand for like another creature to be made because he's empty him. inside. He feels yeah. like he needs something that'll like validate himself and keep himself like feeling whole if that yeah. makes sense because that's what you kind of get he wants out of that company that he can't mm-hmm. get from his creator so he's looking for an alternative way by um asking victor to make this creature and do you think that all these things that he's like trying to like he yearns for is all just like sensitive human nature because i feel like it really i, I feel like i would feel is. so because he's like kind of i feel like with meeting all these people and like kind of being violent with some of it too he's wanting to get power such as like in the plutarch's lives and the noble greeks and romans where it's uh biographies of like these really powerful rulers and i feel like that's what kind of influenced with that and then with um paradise lost it shows the good and evil because he does help like a drowning girl he tries to be nice and meet people but yet again he kills frankenstein's brother just out of yeah anger towards the creator not even william yeah he burns down the (laughs) house yeah so definitely the books show that like both the creature and human nature kind of coexist and also like going back to um the sorrows of werther there's like the love triangle and it's kind of like the creature because the creature sees the like oh other people like they have friends they love each other and so he kind of also wants that but he asserts himself and like it's kind of awkward for him because yeah. mm-hmm. like people don't necessarily want to be his friend he's kind of like a newborn baby where like they go through like they have to discover Stages things in order of life. To, yeah they have to like discover things in order to really like discover where they really want to be and i feel like he feels very empty he feels very lost he feels very misunderstood through these readings he's starting to see different um different ways he can kind of make himself feel a little more like Whole. like i'm more saying human, i just feel like I would more say. human more whole because i feel like he just feels empty and outcasted where he doesn't really know where he belongs and doesn't really know what keeps him like him if that makes sense yeah what's that weird what's weird throughout the book is like he like whenever he tries to meet anyone but victor he gets pushed away but yet when he's with victor who he like kind of almost despises for his creation that he hates. Yeah. And yet, he, like, whenever he meets Victor, Victor's always alive, and it's kind of weird how, like, he has a love-hate relationship almost with Victor. Mm-hmm. Like, he hates him because of his creation, but yet he never kills him when he sees him, and they actually because have a good conversation. Because he, like, needs him, because yeah. Victor's really the only person who doesn't, like, run away in fear. Well, he's kind of the only well, person who, like, Well, he kind of does run away in fear. He j- he, it's more or less that he's uncomfortable, and he feels like if he ran away, the creature would probably kill him. I feel like they are really much a mirror image of each other, in a sense. They're very... They despise each other. They wish, like, neither of them, neither of them wanted each other to happen. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. They need each other. They always go back to each other. I feel like that also has a sense of, like, family ties and stuff like that. I feel like it's also, like, when they meet again, they're usually in the middle of, like, nature, which shows how they both, like, want to be in nature and how it's, like, a way of serenity for them, I would say. No, I feel like, in a sense, like, nature brings things back together. Like, no, how much, no matter how much humanity tries to, like, drive things away from nature and like kind of build on nature and like kind of destroy it in a sense i feel like that's the only thing that's gonna like unite things like bring things back together because that's how it was meant to be yeah yeah so getting back on topic because the next part says what is shelly saying about knowledge and throughout um the book he says like well he like acquires these books and he gains more knowledge and um he kind of regrets it because he sees like 
what he doesn't have and and the last question is like asking why did Shelly pick these books and I feel like in a way she picked these books because they kind of reflect a sense of trying to find humanity and trying to there are three of them they're kind of they're kind of like those the morals of humanity kind of like yeah without these things in everyone because like first one's kind of like power of love and this one's just kind of power in general and the other one's good and evil i feel like mm -hmm. if you tie that all together you kind of got a human being's like morals and reasons exactly. for things and the creature kind of took upon this and showing how knowledge can make anybody or anything kind of like a human i feel like these are very like strong like they really focus on these things in these stories like each of these stories like really have a strong yeah. sense of like getting that message through and i feel like for him these are like strong messages that he's gaining but there's so many happening at once i feel like he's trying to figure out what exactly is the human like what exactly are human morals and like what how would i apply them and like how do i make sense of it and how the third question is asking what was each member of the group's favorite book growing up how would the creature have turned out if he had read your favorite books okay so my favorite book growing up was the among the hidden series and it was about like um how society only it was kind of in a utopian society structure kind of thing and they really just wanted only two children per household in order to be able to like feed people and having a third child they felt like oh if you have more than two we won't be able to feed people that child's gonna have to get killed like they like for like they were like no so i feel like this kind of relates to it because the main character in that story at least he was a third child trying to like put his voice out and trying to be able to put his freedom or be able to gain freedom and stuff and he did all this stuff that was like um you know illegal and everything in order to kind of really just get his voice out there and make sure his voice was heard and he didn't want to be outcast he didn't want to be put away and I feel like um and it just kind of I feel like it kind of relates to this because the monster himself like or the creature um he is very much outcasted and he's trying to put his voice out there he's trying to like make himself into something and i feel like in that story at least in among the hidden the third child his name was luke the main character he was trying to put himself out there and make himself feel like he was worth something and make himself feel like there was somewhere for him and um and yeah and i feel like that really does tie in with the story at least because it just really reflects each other and how they really wanted to push for something push for a sense of like where they belong if that makes sense and they will do anything to do that like the, all the third children got together especially him he led revolts he did all this stuff and he would have gotten killed throughout all of that and i feel like he really risked that and the same thing with the monster he's risking i mean he doesn't know he's written that he's not necessarily risking stuff he's just kind of like really pushing for that just pushing for that sense of freedom i guess pushing for that sense of freedom and pushing for that sense of like Connection. validation yeah. that he's doing something and gaining something from his actions okay so um the book i chose is actually not it's not too recent but the book i chose is shatter me by tahara mafi and the story is about this dystopian type society affected by war and the main character's name is juliet was captured because she wasn't like the like everyday people she had like this unknown power that could potentially cause destruction and she didn't like know how to use it so she is put into this like jail cell and later on um 
in a sense that the person who got her out of the jail cell is kind of like Victor the creator because the character that got her out was Warner and Warner was trying to like use her for power and so Juliet decided to run away from that and start a revolt against that and which kind of relates back to the creature because uh, both of them are like outcasts from society and they both don't have connections to the world because Juliet was removed from society and hasn't had human contact for three years. So in a sense, they're both similar and they don't have experience or knowledge and they have to go through life learning these through different type of experiences, if it's good or bad. Mm -hmm. um, the book that I read as a kid was The Hobbit and I feel like it shows like how everyone has like unity as people together can help accomplish more than alone because it was originally where it was supposed to be disbanded dwarves were trying to reclaim their mountain their mountain from a dragon but then they uh, picked up Bilbo a hobbit who's really not much of importance at the time but then later on throughout the story it shows how they how they used Bilbo and their dwarven power or whatever to like help reclaim the mountain together and I feel like with that with the creature like if he could actually help Victor instead of just demanding and blackmailing him all, all the time I feel like if he actually like had agreements with him like I'll like help Victor out in a way so that yet yeah, he can get his other friend or maybe help him with creation of his lady friend yeah. Yeah. instead of just blackmailing him and saying oh well I'm almost gonna kill you if you don't do it because so. he needs to learn that friendship is like a two-way thing. It's not yeah. just and it's like gained, not yeah. It's not yeah. just like Force. one person does everything. It's like both people have to um, kind of compromise and like um, they have to understand like that the other person sometimes wants something different. And you can achieve more together too. Yeah. So. Um, and also, I feel like uh, back to my story. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, in a sense, um, <laughs> um, it kind of exemplifies the constraints of society and how society really constrains people, like, emotionally and, like, like physically from being able to um, <laughs> get to their true meanings and, like, develop their own true meanings yeah. because they're not able to really put themselves out there a lot and not being able... Because, like I was saying, like the creature's not able to necessarily do much because of how he looks and because of everything, but he really wants that sense of, like, humanity and being able to gain that. Um, and as for this third child, and, like, how I was saying, like, they're forced to, like, literally hide, and if they're seen, they're killed. Um, once again, they're being constrained by society because they're not able to really put themselves forward <laughs> and really just be them true selves without, you know, getting killed. Society's really pressuring them, putting their foot down, and not allowing for all of them to... Yeah, I feel, uh, I feel like the books we brought up so far really kind of show how, like, a quest or a journey can help people expand as a person and as a whole and find their meaning more. And the issue with the creature is he's not on a quest or, like, anything. He's just trying to become human, but he doesn't. Well, that can be a sense of a quest that he wants to become human. Sort of, but he doesn't fully realize that either. He's still thinking, who am I? Even though he learns to read and write and be like a human, he still doesn't find his meaning. So I feel, I feel like, like if he has an objective, he can achieve more. I feel, go ahead. Okay. So I thought of a book. <laughs> <laughs> the Yay. book um, that 
that I really liked in like first grade. I don't even know what it was called, but it was about this kid and then he was best friends with this like St. Bernard dog. So I think if the creature would have read that, he would have realized he doesn't need a human friend. He can just get a dog and then problem solved. Yeah. I agree with that. Dogs are awesome. And I feel like throughout all of this, this kind of all reflects how like um, people themselves are bored. And I feel like overall people like feel like the need to like find themselves and find where they belong and stuff and at least with him he's forced he feels very forced to find himself and adhere to human nature and that's really just seen throughout all of this and I feel like all these novels kind of in a sense reflect that there's something that needs to be given to them for that validation of like adhering to human nature and he definitely needs that and yeah Okay, so the last question is, consider the impact our modern media would have on the development of the creature if he was created today. How would he turn out? I feel like, sorry, go ahead. Oh, jeez, I feel like with that question, it's kind of like our society, like, focuses on, like, a perfect image of a person, mm -hmm. and yep. the monster's literally the opposite. In yeah, I know. I feel like would opinion, be looking at so. all these pictures of people and be... So like, like it would insecure, just completely like. insecure <laughs> outcast ruin his self-esteem. Yeah. I honestly feel like he would kind of get to a point where like he finds no meaning. Like at least now in Frankenstein, he's kind of like still trying to figure out how to be human and like by trying to get a friend, trying yeah. to actually like have a decent life. But I feel like if with our modern media today, he would just be outcasted so badly that he would just yeah. isolate himself. Like, like in the book, he's. Um, his goal is like trying to find a friend sorry <laughs> but then like today it's you know not really necessarily about friends it's more like me 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 and so yeah. like um, if he sees like oh like I'm not good enough for that then well there's also those um, like things that are coming up recently are like um, acts against being like completely perfect like there are people that revolt against that and they're breaking away from society saying that People are equal. You shouldn't judge people by like their looks or their skin color. Like the saying of "Don't judge a book by its cover." That should be really related back to society today. And that's yeah, very much society today kind of focuses on that. Focuses on seeing past more than just what you literally see with like the naked eye. And I feel like in another way, like at least modern media today, either you're going to get tormented or you're going to be accepted for what you're doing. You and just I, have to find the correct area. You have to find society. where you kind of belong, and that's just all going back to him. Like, he doesn't know where he belongs, and I feel like that could be an issue, at least, if you were, like, today, if you were to be alive today. If the story actually took place, yeah. I feel like, depending on modern media and who's necessarily... Everyone's going to have their own opinion, and who necessarily is expressing their opinion is going to affect the way that modern media... Uh, kind of takes in that idea. Like if somebody's like, oh, this creature's amazing and they see that in our modern day versus someone who's like, oh, look at this hideous monster. Like there's going to be different people who react differently to things. And I feel like at least in the story, nobody's reacting positively to it. And I feel like at least in our modern day now, it's developed to more of a positive, um, more of a positive kind of yeah uh, outlook. Yeah, definitely. That's, that's the thing I don't know. Like I feel like with our society now, like... <laughs> It could either, like, a monster being created from, like, dead organisms and brought back to life with electricity. I feel well, like... Well, if that did happen, I feel like they would... Someone would actually be somewhat praised or somewhat, That's like, what I mean. Mm -hmm. I feel like it would be more of an interesting than a disgusting towards it. I think it would be very it. controversial. Yeah. If, but, yeah. Because, Everyone's gonna have their own opinion. Because, like, so. on the news, like, I don't know how long ago this was, but 
China was like trying to make artificial children. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. like twins. <laughs> yeah, that, and, and like some scary. people are like, oh yeah, that's so great. And, and then other people, people are like, are like no, that's that's an that's, abuse on power. That's like unnatural. Yeah, yeah. It's basically like a form of cloning. Yeah, which yeah. I don't. Some people I would say are against that because like. Cloning today is more like robots and like non-human things that yeah. look human, but then there's the cloning of actual humans, which I don't know. I would say is very disliked by society because yeah. it's like basically saying, "Oh, humans are so disposable that we can just create new ones," uh-huh. and like going against nature and its own qualities and what. It yeah. Is. Well, especially yeah. like movies and stuff. Like, there's not been a movie where like a clone is good. Like, you know what I mean? So, like, our media portrays that. But I also Mm -hmm. feel like uh, with Frankenstein, since, like, if it would be the situation where he gets the, like, scientist or whatever, what would be Frankenstein in this matter, where he would get the praise or whatever, I feel like at the same time with that, like, the monster wouldn't be seen as human if everyone knows he wasn't created by humans. Yeah. 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 There's, like, no way that he would be able to fit in. I mean, maybe they could in that sense of, like, trying to. I feel like there would be, like, situations where people would accept him, but there will be situations where they don't. People just think of him like, oh, you're an outcast. Like, people who are very, like, um, stuck on the idea, like, oh, like, only this group of people. Like, there's certain people that, like, like to stay with mm-hmm. only certain people yeah. that relate with them. I feel like they would kind of really, like, outcast and, like, push away someone if he, like him. Like, a hundred percent someone like him because he just, like, really shows those qualities of, like, differences. There's also the religious outlook, too, where, like, people think God created Mm -hmm. people and animals for a reason. And if you, like, create a creature not through the natural way, um, a religion could possibly, like, just, like, shame you, I would say. Well, I feel like if the creature didn't actually, if it wasn't on the news and it wasn't, like, going out in society he could like just sit on his computer at home all day and like because you can totally be anonymous online uh-huh yeah. but once again like i said everyone's gonna have different opinions everyone's gonna look into it differently and it is all gonna depend on who's saying what and how that's influencing other people around them who either agree with them or disagree with them or look up to those types of people now, so yeah gossip's huge too though gossip, so like, if, yeah. if he tells the wrong person then it's going I feel everywhere like that's something that's but gone that's on. more i feel like it's more of a teen thing than uh, an adult thing though well it depends once well, again, it, it depends, depends on, on it but, depends uh, on the person though because like news people are more or less going to be like talking about gossip yeah, but, if you create life other than a baby it's <laughs> <laughs> you, a little whack like i think adults would talk about that too especially scientists yeah 100 percent